The Admissions Club was created as a soft place to land for students and families going through what can be a particularly stressful time in one's life, the college admissions journey. Hi, I'm your host, Elizabeth West. This podcast will feature inside information from my 10 years of college admissions experience and 25 years in higher education. Episodes are sprinkled with 80s nostalgia to connect with your students during that turbulent time we all experienced. We will learn together in fun and engaging conversations with guests who are key players in higher education and admissions, or they could be someone just like you going through the process of admissions. Whether you're a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, or a criminal, there's a spot for you in the admissions club. Okay, welcome back to the admissions club. Today we have a wonderful guest and he's one of my students and one of one of the best students I've ever worked with. He's just gotten all of his stuff done. He is a wonderful and um, interesting guy. And we're going to talk to him today because Nick Marciniak has gotten all of his applications in. So welcome to the club, Nick. Hi, how's Hi. it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, feel good. Good, good. I, you know, we were just talking about your applications. All of them are submitted. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? A lot of weight's been put off my shoulders, I would say. I feel free. I feel like there's a lot of open road ahead of me and um, it's exciting. Oh, I love it. You know, I think that's great because there were a lot of moving parts, right? A lot of moving pieces to this yeah, whole for sure. process. And it's kind of like grueling until you get through it. And then you look back and you're like, whew, I'm done. So, I mean, there must be a sense of like a dopamine rush, like like euphoria a little bit of like, that's it. Yeah, I, I'd say especially after once you do the first one and especially when you're doing Common App, it's pretty much the same after that. So it's once you finish everything in your first application and get it submitted is when that wave of dopamine and that that just easiness kind of comes over you like everything else is pretty, pretty set forward. So would you say that it's it's just a matter of getting started? And then once you get started, it's kind of like a, a process that you just go through over and over again with yeah. applying online. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's just getting it done. Once you when it's all the filling in the information. That's the hard part, really, when you're doing your applications. I mean, there's not a lot of um, critical thinking. You're just applying to college. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of questions that you're like, why do they need to know this? And why do they need to know that? And I get it. You know, it's been a long road of essays and gathering information and research and, you know, all of the things that we have done. What are you the most proud of of yourself throughout this process? And then what have you learned about yourself? Hmm. Um, I'd say the most proud of out of this process that I've been for myself, all the, the work I put in for my test scores, my ACT scores, because um, that was a lot of self-study and independent study away. And that was m most of the educational part that was 
coming along with applying to college. Um, so getting all that done and um, really working hard at it was definitely, definitely the hardest part. But I'd say um, I learned a lot, by, especially in the beginning, I learned what I wanted for the my future. I learned kind of how I perceive myself and how maybe others might perceive myself and what that means for the time coming up. So that was kind of helpful to figure out because it wasn't necessarily what we did was not necessarily about college, but about you and yeah. about how you operate and how you operate in the world. And, you know, sometimes I worry that students will say like, why are you asking me this? Like, why do you need to know that? Was there an element of that when we were going through that process of self-realization? Um, I'd say, yeah, in the beginning, definitely, uh, definitely just want, when you're getting into the, the feel of looking for what you want, um, it's really good to like uh, self-diagnose and, and especially doing all the, uh, the information quizzes and stuff and just, just kind of seeing also how you answer the questions you you that's where you really start to think about yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's important because nobody really stops and asks or nobody really I mean you've done assessments in high school and and I'm not saying that um anybody's not doing their job or anything. I'm just saying sometimes we just don't take the time to do that self-actualization exercise and say, you know, really what do I want to do with my life? And so I'm glad you, I'm glad you like that. That's good. Okay. When we talk about decisions rolling in, what is your chief concern? I'm probably most concerned on picking a college actually, because I feel like all the, my top picks definitely represent a little bit of me wherever I go. And I think it's going to be hard um, to like finalize the place that I'm set on. It'll at least take some time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it goes without saying that you're an excellent student. And so you are Thank going you. to have your pick of where to choose. But I get it because I I see we've gone through your visits and we've got analyzed your visits. And I really think that there is a piece of you in each one of the your top three or more. And so I'm excited. I'm really interested in seeing where you go. <laughs> it's going to be pretty interesting. Oh, it is. It is. But you will you will choose the right place because you have made, you know, throughout this process, you've made every good decision. And, you know, there's never been a time where I was worried about you. You've done a really, really mm. good job. Along those lines of decisions, you've got some reaches on your list, right? And so what if you get that dreaded rejection letter? What are you going to do to sort of ease the sting of that? Well, um, I'd say for the reaches I had on my list, I actually, I mean, those those are what I looked for. But as I kind of researched them more, it, it felt like that some of the reaches in my schools weren't exactly the number one place I wanted to go. So I kind of put them... I didn't I didn't completely forget about them, but I'd say I set them aside and um, I'm not super worried for an, a re rejection letter. But, um, you know, if it comes, you just kind of got to move on and and play what you're dealt and just uh, look at your options that you have. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I want you to talk about that just a little bit about you had when we when we first started working together, you had a number one 
college and we don't have to name it, but you had a number one college and you said, that's where I'm going. That's where I want to go. And I, I was like, okay, this is great, but let's do some research. Let's look at 24 other options. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me what it was like. It was, it was a surprise, right? When you decided that may not be where you want to go. Yeah. And, and I guess in the beginning I was very set on it, but, um, I think it came down to the tour. And once I toured it, I kind of came in with this mindset of try to change my mind that I don't want to go here because I'd rather look at that than all. I mean, all colleges really, there's a lot of them that have um, great programs, uh, great ways to help you while you're there, plenty of clubs. There's there's a lot of places for everyone. But um, I want to see what I what I really I was trying to go through the fine details um, and see kind of what I what I felt was off, what didn't feel home to me. Um, so then I could really see if, if it was really where I wanted to go. And um, it kind of came back and uh, I had mixed feelings about it and it definitely um, fell from the number one spot. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a surprise to me too. And so when we talked about it, I really, that's, I think that you're going into decision season from a real point of strength. Because you've already seen like your number one school kind of fall down the list, but that's, that's okay. Because this is what we want to see. We want to see you really dive in and have there been any schools on your list that were surprises to you that when you went for a visit? Uh, for sure. Um, yeah. I'd say, am I, do you mind if I name I, Whatever, say whatever sure. you want. Um, I'd say... I was always, I'm always like a Southeastern kind of person. That's where I've lived. But one college that definitely surprised me was uh, Clemson. Um, I, I, I don't really know a lot about the South Carolina schools, but when I visited there, um, I found a lot of similarities in, in the other top choices I had. And it kind of surprised me, especially it was one of our last tours. And I thought, you know, for sure, these are my top three or whatever. And this kind of came out of surprise and, um, and it's definitely a great, great school that that's kind of risen after the tour. Yeah, absolutely. And and I've seen that. And I I think that's important that you mention it was after the tour. You know, it wasn't that there's only so much you can do online to research, but really going to that school. Can you speak to the importance of the visit? Like, wh why was it so important to you? I'd say there's a lot of aspects to that, but um, there's some stuff you don't you don't really think about when you're going into your college, like especially on a tour. How do they set up their visitor center? Like how welcoming are the the um, tour guides? What it, what was it like to get there? How, how was I recommend going to a lunch place after or before your tour or whatever they recommend as well, because it also gets you a feeling of how how do other people and how will they kind of perceive you from um, just a local community area and, and how they hold themselves. And um, those were really important uh, when it came to Clemson. Um, it was great. There's some things that, you know, weren't the best, but at least I noticed them coming in. And yeah. um, I feel more well-versed at, at what the school has to offer. And we've talked a lot about that campus feel. You know, we've talked a lot about there. there are things that are tangible, like 
you know, you, you like the visitor center or, and Mm -hmm. things like that, but there are intangibles. And we've talked about that where there's just a feeling you get on campus. And I know that there were a couple of choices that you had where you, you, you got a feeling that you didn't like it. Right. And you you were like, and, um, you have to value those feelings. Right. Because I, I really don't think that you can talk a student into going to college where they really have a bad feeling or they don't want to go there. Would you say? I would say so. There's no amount of scholarship money that's going to replace that feeling. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a clear feeling. Um, You, you, you'll know if you want to, you have to look at it from a certain perspective and you have to be like, um, you really have to value your, um, what you're looking for and what are deal breakers. And when you're thinking of that and you put yourself in a daily situation, like how would I do on a regular Monday or Wednesday? Um, you, you can have a better feeling. Yes. You like feel you can your com- see yourself. comfort, comfort, comfort. And because you have to live there, you're going to be there for four years and live there. It's not like I'm just going to go to work and come home. It's, it's a different it's a different whole um, decision process that you have to make. Right. So you are very interested in cybersecurity and computer science. And I want you to share with me why you're so passionate about that subject. And what have you found at colleges that's like really cool and interesting in that yeah. area? Th- those two fields, cybersecurity and computer science, they're both pretty new i'd say and so it's a really good um when when touring to check out those uh those branches i mean it's my future but um it really tells something how they're they're trying to um i don't know prepare for the future uh with computer science because it's it is the future that's how i see it and i i have a real love for it um the languages the coding languages the the physical parts um i've built a computer two of them um and I really love doing it. And it, uh, when you're looking for your major, if you're undecided or not, you should definitely try to take a tour of those specific uh, major buildings. Um, it really shows you that is the other place you're going to be outside of your residency or your friends is going to be places you learn. So it's really important to take note of what they have to offer. And, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And it's it, the fit is an academic fit. It's a social fit. It's a financial fit. You know, it's all of those things. And I like that on some of your visits, you've actually gotten to speak to professors and you've gotten to kind of know how they're going to be academically, you know, how that school is going to treat you and how much are they going to support you. And so that's really important when you're looking for a college. It's it's not necessarily the the program, you know, the 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 ratings of the program or the prestige of the program. It's kind of more than that, wouldn't you say? I'd say so. I'd say um you also have to think of your fellow your fellow students, other people you're going to be with. Um what 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 does your college's program attract? In in that case, so do you have people who are, um, who maybe not be fully decided and they're testing things out? Do you want people who are 
is set like I am who really know what they want to go into um it makes the difference because it makes it makes learning with them and and um working with them a lot easier if they're really set like you are and right. and finding people that um have really close identities to you yeah. um, is yeah. really important absolutely finding the people that you can uh study with and hang with you know i mean that they are yeah. that they are serious about their academics but yet you're going to have fun too cuz we want you to have fun in college for sure you know it's not all it's not all class what would your advice be to those people who have not started college prep uh when should they get started and what do you find is the most important i'd say start as early as you can it really makes the difference I, I started at a, I'd say a midpoint and I wasn't behind, but I, I definitely could have started and focused on it way earlier. And once you get the hard work done, the earlier you get it done, the better off you'll be. And that goes for a lot of things, but especially when coming to picking out colleges, the more time you have after you're, you're done with it, it feels great. It feels amazing. Do you, okay. So do you see a difference in people that um, maybe maybe you're working with somebody or maybe not, but starting earlier. And then the difference, you know, some of your friends may be in a different situation where they're still working on their essays and they're still, tell me about that a little bit. So you talk about preparing earlier and not everybody does that. So what what kind of situation are they making for themselves? You can overcome that kind of situation, but I'd say I'd say it's it's just easier for you to get it done early. There's no there's no downsides in doing the work you're already going to have to do. But if you get it done, um, it gives you a lot more time to maybe focus on um, things that will need to support you, like a job or if you have sports in mind, you should plan for that kind of stuff. If you have to really work towards a scholarship or impressing coaches, it's good to get the academics out of the way and. Uh, Getting it all the hard work done early makes all the easy work more enjoyable. And um, and if you work hard now in high school, then your college life will be um, also more enjoyable and just a little easier, I'd say. And you get the freedom if you yeah. do the work now. Absolutely. And you have just done so well. And, um, you know, with with everything that I've thrown at you. <laughs> which has been a lot. Um, I mean, you consistently uh, met deadlines and nothing was too, nothing was too much for you. Um, and so I think that, you know, maybe we set a plan, but you really executed that plan. You know, I mean, I can tell you what to do, but it really is important for you to actually do it. And yeah. so that was really what was wonderful about working with you is that, you know, we got things done on time. So I didn't really feel like there was ever a time and correct me if I'm wrong, but I never really felt like there was a time where you were overwhelmed or completely stressed out. No, I, I always had, um, I had definitely great guidance and, um, and everything was put out in a path of kind of catered to me, which really made it easy. And so, no, I don't, I don't think there was a, a time where I was worried at all, um, or overstressed. Um, but there's definitely, um, some bottlenecks that once you get through, um, yeah. make they, it's a lot more comfortable for you. 
afterwards. Right. I'd say definitely your essays are a big, big spot where just getting them done and the big ones and the long ones done. Um, so you feel better. Yeah. So the, so the, the bottlenecks really could be the essays. Would you say? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's probably your biggest bottleneck. Yeah. Um, that's the most, uh, time constricted and, um, the most attention to detail has to go in your essays. Absolutely. Okay. So we've talked about all this business. So let's talk about fun. What are you most looking forward to in college? Um, I'm looking a lot for change. Like just, just, I, I kind of want change from, and I think that college will definitely bring that. And um, I'm looking to be very socially active and uh, uh, just to have a good time. And uh, I think I'm going to uh, go into Greek life. Um, and so I'm excited what that brings me. So there's a lot of aspects um, socially that I'm really excited for. And just the new the new faces, the fresh people, their stories. Um, you guys all have the same interests because you all go to the same college. So you have um, some good starting ground um, socially. What would be your best advice to someone maybe ninth grade, 10th grade? You know, what, what do you think is the starting point? Um, keep your grades up and um, be active in your community. However, that is, um, that makes the difference. And that's what, what the colleges are looking for um, is how, how much of an opportunity did you uh, take in helping your community? And you should see Nick's resume. It is, it's a work of art. I mean, you've done everything. So I just want to say how proud I am of you. You are really just an amazing student and it's just been an honor to work with you. And thank you. Thank you for being at, in the club. Thank you for coming to the podcast. This I have to awesome. tell you, I have to tell everybody that Nick was one of my first consultants and fans of the podcast. I told him I was going to do a podcast and he asked me about my equipment. He said, okay, what kind of, what kind of, do you remember this? Yeah. What, what kind, kind of, of microphone, microphone do you have? <laughs> what kind? Of, <laughs> and then he showed me his setup, which is so awesome and so much better than mine. And so I'm like, oh, and then you listen to it. And I remember that you liked it, but you had some constructive criticism for me. And I loved that. For sure. I thought that was so great. <laughs> So thank you for being a listener and now being on it. And of course. we're going to see you again. You're coming to the club again because we've got to see what's happening with you. Okay. I'm excited. All I'm right. excited to be here. Yay. I'm excited to have you. Thanks, Nick. Come back anytime. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Admissions Club podcast. Be sure to check out our Admissions Club playlist on Spotify for all of those Gen X vibes. If you're looking for one-on-one -on -one coaching on the college admissions process, my company EWC Consulting can help. Email me at elizabeth at ncewc.com, check out our website at ncewc.com, or follow us on Facebook at ncewc. All of those links are in the show notes. Invite your friends to join the club. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
Can't wait to see you in our next episode.